1: He told us that he's coming back to finish what he started, right? One day he's going to establish his kingdom in Jerusalem. He's going to literally have, at that point in time, a physical kingdom, ruling and reigning physically from the city of Jerusalem. He's going to rule the world, according to the Psalms, with a rod of iron. He's going to govern the nations for over a thousand years. We usually say for a thousand years, but the Bible actually says it's a thousand years and change
0: in today's message pastor robert will remind you that jesus didn't leave earth never to return he is coming again it was prophesied that jesus would return to the earth one day and claim the earth as his physical kingdom where he will rule and reign as the perfect king and we will be with him then stick around after today's message from pastor robert i have quite a bit of information that i'd like to share with you our web address Podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 17, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: His love is main thing.
1: Oh. I want to begin today with a question. Have you ever wished that you just had more faith? I mean, is that even possible? That's one of the main things, maybe the main thing, that the Lord Jesus is addressing in this passage we're going to be looking at today. We're still in Matthew chapter 17. And if you remember, Peter, James, and John were up on a mountaintop with Jesus. He called them apart to go and pray on the top of this mountain. And while they were up there, they they watched him change. They saw him go through a physical change. All of his glory, all, all of a sudden, he, he wasn't merely this teacher that they'd known, this miracle worker that they'd been with for two years or so by this time. But they actually saw him in, in all of his... And all of his glory, they, and we talked about there was, there was a metamorphosis is what the Bible says. What was on the inside came to the outside. They could see his glory. And not only that, but these two guys that had been dead already for centuries, Moses and Elijah, they're there with Jesus on the mountaintop having a conversation with him. The Bible tells us they were talking about the things that he was about to accomplish in Jerusalem. So now as they're coming down the mountain, they're confused. They've got questions. They're they're not quite sure what to make of it because, see, they still had a wrong idea about what the prophets had said, about what Jesus had come to do. They're, They're still thinking in terms, well, really and truly, they're thinking in terms of the end of the world. They're thinking in terms of Judgment Day, as will become apparent in this passage. But they go down the mountain and the other nine disciples who were not with them, they're waiting down at the foot of the mountain with a big crowd of people. And so we pick it up at Matthew chapter 17 verse 9 which says, Now as they came down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them saying, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. And His disciples asked Him saying, When do the scribes say that? Eli- Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus answered and said to them, indeed, Elijah is coming first, and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has come already, and they did not know him, but did to him whatever they wished. Likewise, and see, notice this redirection now. So they've gotten, they've gotten on a tangent. You know, every weekend our staff meetings, you know, I, it's like we, we have this little staff meeting, I do this kind of round table, and I, I, usually at some point I, I have to stop them and say, rabbit trail. Let's bring this back to what we were supposed to be talking about. That's what Jesus is doing right here. He's bringing them back. He says, Elijah is coming first and will restore all things. But I say to you, Elijah has come already. And they did not know him, but did to him whatever they wished. Likewise, the Son of Man is also about to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he spoke to them of John the Baptist. Now, we're going to stop right there just for a minute. Because I I want you to notice something. I mean, what exactly were were Peter, James, and John asking Jesus? What did they mean about Elijah coming first? First before what? Well, first before Judgment Day. See, they thought Jesus had come to judge the world because that's that's what the Messiah was going to do. That's what what they thought was about to happen. He was going to overthrow Rome, restore Israel, and judge the world. But they knew that Malachi said before that could happen, Elijah had to come. Malachi chapter 4 verse 5, God promised, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. See, they, they, they still didn't completely understand that Jesus intended first to suffer and die and rise again, that that He intended to first make a way for people to be forgiven and reconciled to the Father before He came to pour out the wrath. He is coming one day to execute God's judgment. It's just not all happening the way they thought it was going to happen. John the Baptist had come in the, in the same spirit, anointing, and mission as Elijah. And, and, and apparently, Elijah himself will return not long before Judgment Day. And just like there's, you know, Jesus, what we see in the scripture, what we understand now, is, is that, that he came as the suffering Messiah. He came to suffer, he, he deliberately offered himself to suffer. And to pay the penalty for our sins, and then to defeat death on the cross, to rise from the tomb. And he told us that he's coming back to finish what he started, right? One day he's going to establish his kingdom in Jerusalem. He's, he's going to literally have, at that point in time, a physical kingdom, a ruling and reigning physically from the city of Jerusalem. He's going to rule the world. According to the Psalms, with a rod of iron, he's going to govern the nations for over a thousand years. We usually say for a thousand years, but the Bible actually says it's a thousand years and change, and then the judgment. Then the wrath of God is poured out when all evil will be eliminated. That's both encouraging and scary. You know why? Because I look in the mirror every morning, and unless you're a total hypocrite, you know what I'm talking about. Because we still got it in there. But the, the beautiful thing about it is that part of that promise that he's in his in the pouring out of his wrath in, in, in that you know that time of his judgment. The day is coming when when he is going to purify your heart completely you're not there yet. Don't, don't kid yourself. You're not quite there yet. That's why he tells us we have to put off the old man. It's a decision of our will. We have to come into agreement with him, and we are charged with this task of crucifying our flesh with its passion, passions and desires. We have to come into agreement with the new identity he has given us freely, the position that he's given us freely, one day he's going to judge the world. Now he continues in um, Matthew continues chapter 17, verse 14, when they had come to the multitude. So, so get what's going on here, right? Jesus walking down the mountain with Peter James and John, and he, they see the other nine at the foot of the mountain with this big crowd of people. When they come to the multitude, a man came to him kneeling down to him, saying, "Lord, have mercy on my son." For he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Now think about that. This is, this is not exactly encouraging to those nine men. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because that's clearly who he's talking to.
0: We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more.
1: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God subscribe to the main thing radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today anytime anywhere simply go to mainthingradio.com and click on the podcast button
0: thanks david we also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend come visit calvary miami beach on sunday for worship and bible study or join us online as we live stream You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time right here on Main Thing Radio.